Hello, hello. So this episode is going to be a little bit of story time, a little bit of human design in real life. If you've been following me for very long, you know that I like to share some of the kind of anecdotal, I would call it evidence, even though it's not uh, tightly researched by, by um, standards, but uh, is my own experience and the experience of clients. and. I often share, even though if you've listened to the podcast I did around business and human design with a member of the collective, uh, I half joked about how I don't really market my business from my profit centers as you're quote unquote supposed to according to human design because I often I have a lot of verbiage in my in my website and things about finding direction and uh, and that's really like marketing from an open self-center and I don't have an open self-center but what I do have is a channel from myself to my throat so I am really here to help folks find direction and also to share about my own personal experience because if you have a channel from yourself to your throat it's a really raw kind of energy like a a sharing of yourself and so it's helpful to hear stories about following one's design or not following one's design which if you've listened to the Jeep episode then uh, you know that I still I still have moments where I disregard my strategy and authority and follow my mind because I'm human and I'm 42 years old and I'm still deconditioning all the time and I'm still retraining myself to um, to catch myself and typically I catch myself quicker but we still learn these lessons and the Jeep story has been a big lesson for me I still have it it's still (laughs) it's still creating some challenges Um, it was a really good learning experience uh, seeing so clearly when I didn't follow my authority Uh, and and I was not listening to my body but like working it out in my mind so I think it can be super helpful to just hear how one is working with their design and I wanted to share a couple of things. Um, If you've been following me for a while you know that I'm still wandering and I was starting to put a lot of pressure on myself to like figure out where I'm supposed to be in the world forever, you know. (laughs) I've moved a lot uh, in my 20s and, and then you know, I spent like 14 years in Los Angeles, but then I moved, when I moved to Portland, Oregon, six, eight, well, eight years ago now, I really made that move with the intention that that was going to be the last time I made a big move like that. Because as you get older, it's hard to start over. Uh, and um, especially like as a single person, when you're not moving with someone else, that was a little complicated because at the time there was someone who was potentially moving with me but ended up not uh, but I made that decision to move on my own and uh, I started over on my own and it was one of the hardest moves I've ever made in my life because I was older and I didn't have connections in the city and I did just kind of leap as a 2-4 which is not the best thing to do this was like before I knew I knew anything about human design and I'd always leapt 
Like I'd always just been like, ah, oh, I'm going to move to Los Angeles and see what happens. I'm going to bow out of law school and go work in the NFL and see what happens. I was always kind of that person that just jumped. And when I moved to Portland, everyone told me, make sure you have a job, make sure you have a place to live. And I was like, oh, it'll be fine. <laughs> and it was, but I had to take jobs that I did not want to do. Um, because I needed to make money to live and I lived in situations that were not my, my most ideal because I needed to find somewhere to live and I didn't have community and it was really challenging. So after that first year, when I started really connecting with people, I was like, I'm not doing that again. That was so hard. Uh, but I never felt aligned in Portland. I mean, I had amazing community. I built great relationships. It's beautiful, but something always felt off and I was always struggling to grow my business and like confused as to why it was so challenging until I learned about astrocartography um, and realized I need to move away from Portland. And it got really clear that it wasn't the right place for me, um, but it wasn't easy to make that choice to move again. I also think, you know, we talked a little bit about, I, th I believe we talked a little bit about detriment places, placements in, uh, in the Business and Human Design Collective series. Sometimes we have planets that are, that are considered to be under-resourced. And and if we have, say, our house of home, like my fourth house of home, is ruled by a planet in detriment that is under-resourced. So sometimes we want to find a way to channel that energy, you know, to a good place because that energy wants to act out in some way. And if we don't channel it, then it's going to kind of, it's kind of that whole thing like use it before it uses you kind of vibe. But with this particular placement, there's a lot of surrender that needs to happen because having a planet that's under-resourced ruling your fourth house means that there's going to be instability for you in home and that there are delays when it comes to that sector of your life. And we can spend a lot of time like trying to figure out, like putting pressure on ourselves to figure out exactly where we're supposed to be for the long haul. And some of us are not designed to do that. Like I'm not designed necessarily to pick a place and live there forever. I am designed to have some fluctuation in that area of my life. And so these are ways that we can look at our chart and, and see something that feels a little bit like, oh, okay. But also like that grants us a lot of permission, you know, to not feel like, the next place I pick has to be like the forever place because that's kind of how I was feeling. I was feeling like, okay, I've been wandering for a couple years and I want to figure out where I'm supposed to be and like I don't want to have to move again. So wherever I go to next has to be like the place that I'm going to put down roots for all of time, you know? <laughs> and that's just not realistic for me and my chart. So that's the first thing I wanted to share. I also just wanted to share a little bit about what I've been up to and how I've been like realizing some things through my design and also following my design. So 
Uh, I'm in the country. I've been in the country for a long time. Even when I've been traveling around, I've been mostly renting places in the country. I was super burnt out on cities and I really like being in nature and being around animals and uh, wild animals and, um, and farms and things like that. But I'm a markets environment. And so that being said, I'm an internal markets environment. So like having a business online is super aligned for me. You know, bringing people to my space is super aligned for me rather than being in external markets, which is like going out into the marketplace. But I'm still markets and markets is really, it doesn't have to be about a cityscape, but it does have to be about access, which is something I've been contemplating a lot recently. So a friend was coming in town uh, from Portland for a business conference in Dallas and asked if I wanted to meet up for dinner. And it's a couple hours from where I am now which is not terrible, but I figured it was an opportunity to have like a little staycation. So I decided I would rent a place in Dallas and they were asking me like if I knew of any good places to eat. And I actually said like, I haven't been to Dallas since I was using a fake ID. Like that's how long it's been <laughs> since I've spent any time there. And I haven't really had any desire to go spend time in Dallas since I've been back, but I've been, you know, out in the country for a while other than like driving in to go to a grocery store basically so I thought it'd be fun to to spend some time in the city and see how I felt and I really wanted to explore uh, this area near where I grew up that's just drastically changed since I grew up there and so I looked around for places I had first of all when they invited me to come to Dallas I had a total sacral lit up response of yeah this is something I want to do uh, I like looked around for some Airbnbs at specific areas because I am markets I am super picky about what I like and don't like I'm very into aesthetics and the specific aesthetics that I like there's other things like um, I'm a uh, smell cognition and I have the gate of smell and uh, I'm super sensitive to smell and I don't like chemicals, so I'm always emailing Airbnbs to like see what they clean with and like if they have plugins and candles and like toxic. I feel like that should be a selection on Airbnb. Like you can also select that you want someone who cleans with like non-toxic cleaners and um, uses non-toxic uh, chemicals uh, or doesn't use toxic chemicals like with washing the bedding and things like that. But I usually have to email so I was reaching out to people in my in my total markets environment specificity looking for exactly what I wanted and I found this really cute place I didn't book it for like four nights I slept on it for my emotional authority uh, but then you know I booked it and I started looking around and for markets environment there's a lot of that kind of taste cognition because if you, if you look at the um, post on the homogenized diets and human design, I have like the color resonance. So a markets environment is resonant with a taste with a taste cognition. And also with uh, an open and closed taste determination. So we're picky. We like what we like. 
And it also means that we need to try things sometimes to see if we like them. And sometimes we'll know that we don't need to try that thing. I know I'm not going to like it. Uh, we will like sometimes get excited about trying out new spots, but we'll also like find our favorites. And I do this even when I'm traveling for a short amount of time. You know, when I was in Sedona, I went to the same juice bar every morning and like got juice and had like my packaged salad to take with me hiking. And I stayed in Bishop Arts District in Dallas and I found like a cute little vegan cafe that I stopped at every morning for breakfast. Uh, I went back to the same, there's this amazing, I'm going to share my, my favorites in the newsletter this week, um, little bookstore bar that I loved. We went to the same blues club two, two nights back to back because we liked it. So that's a very markets, markets vibe, like we seek out our specific likes. You know, I walked down Bishop Street and that whole area, browsing shops and like shopping around, which is very markets. Um, and it was also just extremely illuminating as someone who has been in the country for a long time and been kind of completely rebelling against going into cities, that I do need that. That my, my markets environment is important and that I need to honor that. and. Markets is part of the splenic binary, so it's not necessarily that I have to live in a city, but I need to be able to go into marketplaces that feel resonant for concentrated amounts of time and like nourish that part of me. And so it kind of clarified for me what I was already thinking, which was that wherever I live, I want to feel like I'm in nature and I'm out. I stayed at the most amazing place in Sedona, and that's kind of my touchstone for what I'm looking for because it was on the edge of a park like a state park I think you felt like you were completely out in the middle of nowhere there were you know wild animals around but it took me 10 minutes to get to the juice bar in town <laughs> or to pick up a gluten-free pizza like I had access to things and markets is a lot about access so this has been something I've been learning you know I've been living in cities my whole life and uh, I mean, as an adult, and and I like swung the pendulum the complete opposite way, and I've been like out in the country basically for a couple years, <clears throat> and I have to drive like an hour and fifteen minutes into town to get organic groceries and back, and that's not going to work for me long term. Like I am going to need to find some place that feels a little bit shores like, like a little bit like on the edge of the city, but like that I have access to the resources that I need, which is very markets. Like what are the specific things? And for me, that's access to healthy food. That's access to communities that are um, like associated with wellness. That's access to a juice bar. That's access to like an accessible, you know, uh, restaurant that or coffee shop that I like to frequent and hang out at that feels aligned and resonant for me. And, um, and being able to connect to marketplaces. And for me, that's like a really good farmer's market. Like I love a really good farmer's market um, more than I do, you know, needing to go shopping. Shopping can be like super aligned for a market's environment. And like I said, I did enjoy walking down Bishop Arts and like browsing and doing some shopping sometimes, but I'm not a huge shopper anymore. But that doesn't mean it can't be therapeutic for me sometimes. Like sometimes I will literally <clears throat> catch myself building a cart on a website that I have no intention of purchasing those things, <laughs> but I'm just kind of like 
online browsing and putting things in my cart, which can be really good for markets. So it was a it was a super good learning experience for me um, and really nourishing to be around community as a 2-4 and to be like around people of, of like mind. My friend that came in town is super into human design uh, and so we get to talk about those things and to like listen to blues music and how much I need that. That I'm not going to be, I'm not at a stage in my life at least, not now, where I'm going to hole away in the country by myself. Uh, that that's not going to work. So these are the ways that we experiment to, you know, figure out what's right for us. And uh, sometimes it is an experiment, you know, and sometimes we're totally burnt out. But I could look at it now, you know, I've been having kind of like a tough year with my with my physical body and I've and I've attributed a lot of that to being in a Saturn perfected year. But it could also have to do with the fact that I've kind of separated myself from my resonant environment, which has a lot to do with our health. And for me, it felt like I'm really burnt out on cities and I need to be out and away and that feels good for me. But there needs to be balance. You know, I can be out here in the country and like uh, go and spend a full day in the city in at a great farmer's market and walking around and like going to coffee shops and being in that energy to nourish that side of me. Uh, so it's always balance, but, um, but I think it's important to notice the ways that, that we, we may be doing things that aren't serving us or, or when we just realize, oh, that's so clear now, you know, I can see more clearly the ways in which this thing is not serving me and and it's helping me to clarify a crisper picture of what I need moving forward. I think that's all I had for you today. A little bit of what's going on with me uh, through the lens of my own design. <laughs>